Seeker Podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question what we've been taught, in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change. I'm your host, Dennis Nappy II, with Service of Change, where you can read my book for free, I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, just by going to serviceofchange.com. Click on that big red button you see at the top that says Get My Free Ebook. I want you to read it. It's a lot of good stuff in there. It's kind of going to uh, start the ball rolling on this journey that I'm. Um, that I'm pursuing here as, as an author, as a podcast host, and uh, really just as a human being. I'll get into that a little bit later on. I want to talk about it. But uh, today's show, tonight's show, uh, you know, I, I want to address a little bit the, uh, the Orlando shootings. Such a tragic, tragic event uh, just the other day. You know, uh, close to 50, I think it was 49 or 50 people were, uh, were murdered uh, in, in an act of terrorism. And uh, I want to get into that a little bit from uh, a much different slant than you're hearing in the mainstream media, than you're probably hearing in the alternative media. Uh, you know, just kind of keeping in the theme of, of what I've been talking about with truth seekers. But before I get into that, um, I, I, I have to, I guess I have to address or talk about uh, another event or milestone. I don't even know what to, what to call it. Um, that's upon me right now. Today, the date of this recording is uh, is June 15th, and uh, tomorrow marks three years since uh, I lost my father to cancer. And those of you that have been following my journey with the I Am Human series and even through the podcast understand that that's, <clears throat> that's one of the driving factors of, of what I'm doing. And I bring him up regularly. I bring up the fact that he died regularly. I don't talk about him uh, just because it's not necessarily relevant to the show to talk about what an awesome guy my father was, uh, how funny the man was, how he was always making jokes, always making people laugh, oh, just such a dry, sarcastic sense of humor. Most people didn't even know he was joking all the time, uh, you know, except for the people that knew him well. So he just always had us laughing, and I miss him. I, I miss him every single day, and uh, especially lately, Things have been really hard, just life in general. You know how life has its ups and downs. And, uh, you know, at times I think, well, I could stop doing the show. Uh, I could put the book away because life would be so much easier for me uh, if I wasn't doing the show, if I wasn't doing the newsletter, if I wasn't writing this next book. And then I think about, the number one, the content of what I've compiled so far. And I think about what this journey is, uh, and I realize how important this project is uh, that I'm working on. 
I remember, you know, the I Am Human essay that I initially wrote before my father died that has painted such, for me, an incredibly revealing picture of reality in this world that we live in because the veil has been pulled over our eyes. Um, We view the world very differently than how it actually is. And, you know, I, I owe it to my dad after what he went through because I experienced something during his, you know, (laughs) what's scary is pretty much one year ago ago to the moment or three years ago to the moment right now as I'm giving this podcast, it's 8, 10 p.m. Three years ago to pretty much this very moment was when my father actually started his descent to the very end. Uh, died on Father's Day, by the way, my first Father's Day. This isn't. A, I'm not trying to make this sad. Um, it's, it, but it's relevant. I had some experiences beyond just watching my father die, which is traumatic in and of itself. I felt something. I experienced something that clicked for me. Again, please go to servicetochange.com and read my free ebook, and you'll understand what I'm talking about because it's important. I was given a, a, a view, a glimpse, a perspective of the other side, if you want to call it that. I didn't see a white light. I wasn't the one having a near-death experience, but I, I knew there was something else at work involved with my father's transition. I'm not saying it caused him to die, but something hacked into my father's transition. I felt it. I saw it in my mind, and uh <clears throat> I can't shake it, and it wasn't anything that had it was good, um, and that's the theme of my book. Part of the theme of my book, in Food for the Archons, is that there was a this parasite on the other side. Could have been a, what some people would call a demon. I think it's just a mere parasite um, that I think was was affecting the emotions of that room. It was stirring the pot to prolong my father's suffering to draw our emotions out of us and it felt like a crazy idea in my head after he died but I could not shake it and I started doing research and if you've listened to some of my podcasts you'll find some of that research that I've presented in these podcasts just go to servicetochange.com highlight the secret podcast you can click on the episodes and, and you know it'll archive all our episodes are archived they're on YouTube SoundCloud iTunes go back and listen to them I've been compiling evidence that there's something else going on here. Again, I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I'm not trying to scare you because the beauty of of this research that I've done, this started out as a book generated from pure helplessness and hopelessness. I thought we were just screwed. And what I found is that, you know, number one, that intuitive feeling that I had, that perception, that glimpse that I have, is a real thing. And I've found, I haven't discovered, I've found research showing the mechanism by which allowed me to glimpse that. And I break that down in the book, you know, in the next book. So I, I'm convinced now that it's that it was real. There was something that I saw, that I felt, that I experienced, that had something to do with my father's death. <clears throat> and I'm not trying to talk about sad stuff and down stuff. You know, my dad was a great guy. Tomorrow I plan to honor his memory and celebrate the the wonderful life that he lived but i can't forget that transition and no human being no life form 
on this planet should ever, ever, ever have to suffer and experience that fear. And that's what drives me with this project is that that is a natural, currently it's a natural part of life. It's a natural part of existence. Why do we just continue to accept, well, that's just the way it is? Question it. Look into it. It shouldn't be that way. Well, that's how God made us. Well, then God's design is flawed, if that's your opinion. And and I'm sorry, but watch somebody you care about die and then and then accept that that's just the plan or that's just how it's supposed to be I don't buy it alright I'm going on a bit of a rant and I, I don't mean to uh, I don't know sound down or whatever about it but it's the it's one of the driving motivators in the, in the project that I'm doing and it's what keeps me going because I have found hope I have found a way to uh, you know, what I believe is a way to counteract all of this stuff. And that's what I feel great about. And it ties into what I'm talking about tonight, the Orlando shootings, that horrible, disgusting event. And if you haven't listened to last week's show called about social coherence, as soon as this episode's over, go back to servicetochange.com, go to YouTube, go to SoundCloud, go to iTunes, find that episode, listen to it. Go to the show notes, click on the links that I have referencing the research behind it because it's all connected. Social coherence talking about people being able to influence basically the emotional the en- emotional energy of other people, basically being able to influence the moods and biorhythms of other people through the heart. That's what's going on here. We look we are so focused on Who's the bad guy here? Well, guess what? I've heard this on social media, and it's the truth. Last week, it was transgender and the gay community that was the bad guy because of the debate over which bathroom somebody should use. Who really cares? They're not. It's not going to allow someone to go in and rape somebody. If somebody wants to go in and call, commit a sexual assault, it's going to happen whether a transgender person is allowed to go into that bathroom or not has nothing to do with anything other than let's distract you with a trivial matter that has nothing to do with you in all honesty. It's a distraction. And now everybody's behind the gay community. Oh, we love them. They're great people. It's unfair. The media is playing you. It's playing so many people and it's frustrating. Not you as the listener. My apologies. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated at watching this happen because it's a cycle. Something bad happens the news, the media, everybody's chatter. We talk about it for days and weeks and then it dies down. And then everybody goes back to normal and they find something else to be pissed off about. And then something else happens again. And then we all get be it's up and down. It's an ebb and flow. It's a pulse rate. Look at it. Take a step back. You know, what do they say? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but except expecting different results. This isn't going to end by throwing more bullets at these bad guys. By I just don't see it ending that way. So much needs to change, but that change starts within us. And I'm not saying just become a total pacifist and let your guard down. People who know me know I'm always prepared. I'm not saying that. But you can be prepared and you can still promote peace. Look at the martial artists the way they train. You know, I used to say all the time, I train to fight so I don't have to. 
And I, I think you'll notice that with, with very skilled and trained fighters, not that I'm claiming to be one of those, but of the people that I've looked up to, they're so well trained, they know what their capabilities are, that they try to avoid a fight unless it's in a competition type of setting because they understand what they can do and they have a better situational awareness and they just understand it's not worth it. But when the time is appropriate for them to defend themselves or others, they have that skill set and they have that ability. With this situation here, what we're seeing is that social coherence, as I talked about in last week's episode, as I talked about in my Trump effect episode, that social coherence is being keyed up. It's being manipulated. You've got sadness. You've got fear. You've got anger. You've got frustration. You've got arguments over the gun control debate. It's all being flared up. I suspect, as I say all the time, that because that's a food source for something from the other side. But whether you buy into that or not, someone or something is stirring the pot and getting that energy, that type of energy, constantly being generated. Stop being a part of it. I read the, what the, I read what the news said. I had my moment of, of silence and, and reflection, and I'm moving on. I'm not dismissing it. I'm not forgetting about it, but I'm not dwelling on the negativity of it in the aspect that let me continue to spread fear. Let me get in arguments on Facebook because all that's doing is continuing to fuel that fire. It's a, it's, it's a pressure wave, a sound wave, a magnetic wave, and the more you feed it, the stronger that wave is getting. And if these parasites exist, they're feeding off of it. And again, if you don't buy into that aspect of it, well, then what? why? Why does it go this way? We can change that. Just stop fueling the fire. Stop sharing the fear stuff. Stop sharing the, the sadness. You can say, Jimmy Fallon said something, had a beautiful speech. He said it. It's over. Let's move on. Let's honor the lives they, li- they of the people that we've lost. Let's celebrate for those of us that knew them, even those that haven't known them. I, I have friends in the uh, you know the LG community, and uh, you know th- some of them are out celebrating the lives of the people who they didn't know but feel connected to. Well, that's a beautiful thing. That's putting some positivity on there. I'm not saying you can't feel sad. I'm not saying you can't feel angry. But to be consumed by it and to not counteract those sad feelings with more positivity, more productivity, more proactivity. That's what needs to happen more of. And and that's not directly addressing this terrorist threat that's everywhere. And I, I talked about this when I came home, when I got out of the military. I said, this is bad. This is coming. That was my biggest fear. Well, it's here. And I don't, I'm not saying this is the only answer, but go back and listen to my show called The Maharishi Effect. And it talked about the power of, of meditation, of a specific type of meditation generated through the heart to influence violence and basically mood in another area, in, 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 in a violent area. They were able to reduce violent acts, acts of violence. I think this was done back in the 70s. Don't just dismiss what I'm saying. Don't just say, oh, you're going to meditate to stop bullets. No, I'm not Neo from the Matrix. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if we can change our vibrational state, we may be able to have influence on a larger population of violent doers, 
people that want to commit violence and and change that desire that frequency that's out there that's saying hurt kill hate we can change that i i believe i'm starting to find the research that shows that that is possible but we don't know until we try and that attempt has to be better than well let me get angry let me fight with the same people on facebook let me get sad the next time something happens go out Start training, take a martial arts course, take a firearms course, take a self-defense course, become situationally aware so you are better prepared to address such a situation. But don't live in fear from it. At the same time, do your inner work. Understand who you are. Understand where you are and your connection to it because that's what's being lost. Look into the electromagnetic field that's generated from your heart. Look into the connection between that, the earth, the sun, and everyone around you. Then you'll start to understand there's a wireless network going on here. What are you being fed that you're not aware of that's influencing what you're doing, what you're feeling? Go back and listen to my previous shows. I'm on a rant. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm getting charged up now from all these feelings. But I feel good about what I'm saying because although I may sound angry, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm emotional about what I'm saying. I'm passionate about what I'm saying because I believe that this is a better way. And, and I only have a short amount of time to articulate some of the things that may sound kind of fantastic and, yeah, right, Dennis, you're crazy. But start with my free ebook. I'm laying the groundwork there. And if you like it, if you enjoy the show, when Food for the Archons comes out, I'd love for you to read it. It's not done yet. I'm working on it. But there's, I promise, I'm, I'm putting it all together. And, and that's what keeps me going because I don't want my kids growing up in, in this type of world. And uh, we can do better. I, I believe I believe that. Even when I'm at my lowest point, that's what gets me back up doing the show we can do better and I hope you'll join me and I hope that I hope that you'll share my links to help me get this word out to get this message out because it's it's important maybe it's just important to me and, and those of you that listen to the show those of you that are listening to the show regularly chances are you don't need to hear this message I appreciate it share it use it as a, as a discussion starter hey what do you think of this crazy guy you know, if you're not out of the closet on this level yet. Hey, this guy's nuts. What do you think? Generate a discussion. You know, use me as the scapegoat. I don't care. We, we, need to have the, we need to start having these conversations so we can better understand it. I don't understand all this stuff, but I'm trying to. And I, I'm not ashamed to do it publicly anymore. I'm beyond that because, because I watched my father die. And that death, as horrible as it was, will not be for nothing. My dad was a good man. And... Uh, I miss him and I love him. And like I said, tomorrow I will honor him by laughing about the good times that I had with him. And uh, and that's all I need to say about that. So to those that we lost, especially those who have recently fallen in the past week due to these tragic events, uh, my thoughts are with you. Let us all send our positive thoughts out there and reflect on something positive, the positive impact that can come from this. And don't feed into the frenzy. Stop sharing the negative stuff. Stop getting involved in those conversations. 
and let's move forward and hope to spread a new energy throughout the world. Okay. I'm going to end the show there. Uh, again, I'm Dennis Nappy II with Service of Change. This has been the Seeker Podcast. Please check out my free ebook at serviceofchange.com and click on the Get My Free Ebook red button to read I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are. At Service of Change, where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world, I encourage you to be that change. Never stop questioning and keep an open mind. Thank you. Welcome to Truth Seekers.